Hey, man, it's January now, so you know what we got going on? Yeah, a new year and a new taco of the month from Ricochet Tacos. Yeah, and it's called Skeeter Was an Innovator. Do you know who Skeeter is? He's from Doug, right? Yeah, Mosquito Valentine, Doug Funny's best friend. You hear the song? I do hear the song. I remember listening to that with the boys. Another reason I'm psyched is for the taco itself. It's Galbi red curry steak, avocado, Napa cabbage pico, caramelized peppers and onions, queso americana, moon palace special sauce, rye crumbles, all wrapped up in a scallion crepe. Yum. Scallion crepe? Yeah, crazy, right? What is Galbi? It's like a Korean barbecue flavor type of situation. Oh, that's... That's up your alley. Absolutely. And the rye crumbles. And rye crumbles. I'm very, very excited for this taco. I bet you are. The Skeeter was an innovator, is available all month long at both Ricochet locations. This is Tasty 219, powered by Local 219. The Northwest Indiana Food Podcast. Everything you hear on this podcast is just our opinions. We are just two guys talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Tasty 219, Season 5, Episode 8. 8 in the bag. Crazy, huh? It is crazy. Nice to see you as always. Thanks. Yeah. You too. So this episode of Tasty 219 uh, features the Dish Restaurant, Fine American Cuisine from Valparaiso, Indiana. Yep. Recently has new owners, and they are located at 3907 Calumet Avenue, Suite 203 in Valparaiso, across from the Flint Lake Elementary School. Their hours are Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. They are closed Sunday through Monday. And you can find them on the web at dishrestaurant.net. .net? That's what it says. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm on it right now. It is .net. That's wild. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. So I have a little familiarity with this restaurant. I didn't. And that's I like that when you have no preconceived notion and that type of thing. Uh, I have always been there for lunch. And uh, some notes that I want to uh, put out there about that is uh, it's a unique lunch. Um, they always have a quiche of the day with a side salad. And they are known for their daily box lunch, which contains a sandwich, soup, salad, and dessert all for $15. And it's a really good deal for lunchtime. I've taken advantage of that many a times when I worked in Valpo. Not so much since we moved to Maryville. Cool. So my first kind of thinking about this restaurant, looking at their website, to me, the the website is really super modern and clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has that all-white background and showcases the food dishes. Their branding has a lot of like minimalism in it, and that's... Uh... It's very clean. That's the perfect word. That's the style of their branding, for sure. Yeah, from the website, and then when you walk in the door, that carries forth. It's just like a really, like, thin, 
Helvetica style based typeface on the wall and it just says the dish in all lowercase and it's very, very pretty. Yeah. It's very pretty, very mo- modern, minimal, clean. I love it. Yeah. Um, the walls were simple white and sage green. Mm-hmm. Um, I think your eyeballs focused on that huge wine rack. That, Massive that, wine, like a a wall that was like a like a grid type of thing with just like square holes filled with mountains of wine. Right, very cool. and it divided the main dining room from what was almost like a um, like a little event, private, long table type of dining yeah. room. Yeah, and I think maybe they have added on since the last time I was there to the south. Like they almost took another suite because that's where the bar was. And then they had Mm -hmm. a few other little tables over there. That was quite interesting. But my first impression and setting and mood and that type of thing, I noticed that they had real white tablecloths and that white paper that went over the tablecloths, you Mm -hmm. know, um, real white napkins. Um, the sage green walls almost gave it a warm feeling. Definitely. Yeah. Um, soft white lighting uh, and candles that were lit on the tables. The um, aesthetic and vibe of this restaurant doesn't make sense in a strip mall to me. Right. Like, when you when you pitch, like, let's go to this place. I'm like, that place in the strip mall? Like, okay, yeah. it's in a strip mall. Like, who cares? Yeah. Because it's, it's not a strip mall's any type of place. And then, like, I look at their website, and I'm like, oh. And we go in, and I'm like, what the hell? Why is this in a strip mall? Yeah. And going with that minimalistic and plain, uh, simple vibe, they had blonde chairs. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't heavily varnished or dark or padded or anything. They were just typical blonde chairs. Uh, A very nice, um, inviting atmosphere. Yeah. Soft. Mellow, quiet. Yeah. It's just, it's uh, it's nice in there. I really like it. It was really nice. So then we go on to the server and service. Okay. Um, What do you got? Well, I'm going to start with the positive. The positive was the support staff. We had two, maybe three secondary support staff. Uh, We were greeted right away when we sat down Mm -hmm. with one that brought us um, choices of bread in a basket. And instead of just putting the whole basket on the table. What kind of bread do you want? Yeah. She came out with tongs and, and put the piece of bread or two pieces of bread because uh, they had two different varieties and we both of course we both said we want one of each um yeah and then we had a different one that uh brought ice water and both of them kept refilling and my water was full the whole time and i drank a lot of water yeah and taking our plates and yeah so hats off to the support staff at the dish um I almost feel like I want them to swap places with the main servers because I was noticing the other, we had a server, we don't know her name, she never really, really not a typical greeting at all. Um, She was coldish. Yeah, she was meh, as a lot of the kids say today. Is that Um, a thing the kids say? Yeah. Oh. And it's just meh. So... Yeah, um, and then the other servers around kind of had the same type attitude. I mean, 
So that was fine. It was fun to watch. It, and they have that open kitchen that you like. Beautiful. Too. It's beautiful. It wasn't, it wasn't as open as Lincoln and Maine. There was a wall that was built up so you didn't get to see all the dirty dishes or everything. But you could see them working back there mm-hmm. and then they put them up on that shelf where the servers took it and mm-hmm. brought it to you. And you have mentioned that you like the the warming lamps. Do you they want to expound did, on that a little bit? Big black French looking lights that keep stuff warm it's very very cool they're very pretty i really yeah. like them yeah i did notice that none of the food stayed in that uh i i would call it a window but it was more like a shelf that the chefs put the food up on mm-hmm. and then the servers took uh the food didn't stay up there very long they were on top of it with bringing the food out so kudos to that you have anything to add about the service um the support staff was rad they were really really good there was a lot of them um I generally don't say anything negative about service ever, but the uh, the server felt like not present and just distant and cold and miserable. Not miserable, like she was maybe having a a rough day or I don't know. She's not personable. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I tend to agree with you. Um, I'll talk later in the dessert section. I tried to make a funny joke, but she wasn't having none of it later on. Um, I do like that they were all the servers and support staff were uh, dressed in all black. Mm -hmm. So it was uniform throughout. Uh, That was nice. Um, Yeah, so it it was uh, a plus and a minus for me on the service there. I get it. So then we move on to our drinks. And do you want to talk about what you had? Yes. I had a grapefruit gin martini. Um, it was, let me see if I can find the drink on this thing because I'm falling apart. No, I'll know. It was uh, Bombay Sapphire Gin, grapefruit juice, um, obviously some elderflower liqueur because that's what I always gravitate to no matter what, anytime. Actually, this wasn't planned either. I was just looking, ooh, grapefruit martini, made a gin, awesome, I'm getting that, and I'm reading through the rest of the ingredients, and I'm like, oh, of course it's got this in it. So um, it was insanely good. It was one of the best cocktails I've ever had anywhere. Um, It was ginsy. You could taste the gin in it, but it was so heavily flavored with that grapefruit juice, and it was delicious it was good when you gave me a taste i enjoyed it and i'm not a gin person at all but the the grapefruit flavor was so good and so uh realistic is a good word like maybe they used real grapefruit juice yeah it was just like a solid level of freshness it was good i don't know the source of the grapefruit juice i mean honestly it's probably a carton of grapefruit juice like normal it would make sense but it was very 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 good uh, I had another one, the same thing, because it was that good. Agreed. Uh, I noted that the drinks were pricey. Yeah. Uh, I think they were $14, $15. Yes. Uh, they did use a really quality gin in it, if that makes a difference at all. I'm sure it doesn't because it's still a pretty expensive cocktail. But for what it's worth, it was worth it because it was delicious. I was a little disappointed uh, that there were no garnishes on either one of our drinks. My second one had that little leafy, greensy. That's true. I don't know what it was. It almost kind of looked like lime zest, maybe. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But uh, 
It parsley. was on my second one, not my first one. <laughs> parsley. parsley. Yeah, parsley. <laughs> it was parsley. So I ended up, I got the ginger snap martini, which is something way out of my comfort zone. I don't har- hardly ever order a martini. Um, my first impression was it was super strong. Uh, it included gray goose lapoir, um, amaretto de serona, fresh ginger, molasses, Simple syrup, cinnamon, allspice, and clove. I love De Serono. Now, the taste for me was really good. The problem I had with it was the consistency. It was like almost too syrupy for me. It was me. thick, yeah. It was, yeah, it was thick. Um, but they had the flavors of a ginger snap spot on. Yes. Uh, it was good and strong. Um, it's like when you dunk a cookie into milk, but if you dumped or if you dunked a ginger snap into vodka, yeah. it tastes like that. Yeah, maybe a little less of the molasses or simple syrup or both uh, would elevate this drink. But all in all, it was really pretty good drink. Then we move on to apps. We started with gorgonzola chips, which is a house-made potato chip. Um, gorgonzola crumbles and drizzled with a bunch of fondue and on the menu it says served bubbling hot which is cool to have all that super hot cheese on these house-made chips it was beautiful it was, i mean it's as beautiful as chips can be you know well the way they presented it was yes, yes. um it was on that beautiful white platter um substantial portion again substantial portion and the chips were fried to like a perfect brown it's yeah. a little darker than a golden brown yeah but i like chips that way as you all know and uh those of you who have listened to tasty 219 before larry and i both love house-made chips yes very much these were elevated with that gorgonzola it was so good gorgonzola is a cheese you don't often see on a menu for stuff especially house-made chips covered in gorgonzola and fondue not that common of a thing so when we're going through and i saw them like oh yeah let's get that um, and they were awesome. Yeah. I loved them. And uh, kudos to you. You you stopped and pushed it away and said, you know, I got a whole meal coming. I, you ate the damn rest of them, all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I could not contain myself. I kept going back and going back. Uh, I finished that, that appetizer. It was really, really good. I was quite pleased with that. Yes. Then we moved on to the soup, and they had two soups of the day. Two soups. Uh, I had the sweet potato, kale, and house-made Italian sausage soup. Yes, you did. It was excellent. It was a good soup, hearty, full of the good stuff. Uh, The sausage was really good. Uh, The kale was cut nicely into little... um, really good digestible parts you know a lot of times when you get kale they leave it too big and it's not not good um and the sweet potato was nice and sweet and um thoroughly enjoyed this hearty soup on a cold night cool i had the uh the carrot ginger bisque which um pretty creamy Super smooth texture bisque, so not a lot of stuff in it. Um, but the carrot and ginger flavors in there, both super prominent. It was a really cool, like, orangish-yellow color. 
and it was awesome. I really, really liked it a lot. Yes, and they named it appropriately. That's what a bisque is. It's not going to have any any texture really to it. You know, it, it's just it was a really right. smooth, yeah. creamy. Yeah. Thing. That cauliflower we had at a previous restaurant. At Lincoln. We, yeah. That should have been called the cauliflower bisque, I think. Okay. It, it was almost thinner than this one that you got. I still, that was so good. It was, it had a good flavor, but I just, I was disappointed with what it was called. And then we go on to our entrees. Yes. I decided to get the beef short ribs because I love beef ribs. To me, they have a decadent, rich, savory flavor, uh, more so than pork. I mean, I like a good pork rib, but if I have the choice, I'm going to go for beef ribs every time. They were tender. They were nicely seasoned. And a lot of times people tend to oversauce them. I don't know if there was any sauce on them all. If there was, it was a very light, appropriate um showcase the the beauty of the rib it was presented in one of those big old pasta bowls with the sides mm-hmm. on it and i'll talk about the sides in the next section but very very pleased with the quality of this beef short rib agreed wholeheartedly and what did you have for your entree uh i got the the catch feature uh, it's not a normal menu item uh, so when I say catch, obviously it's a seafood type of thing. And when I say feature, I, I just said it's not a normal menu item. It's a special. Um, it was an Asian barbecue halibut. It was uh, a nice, flaky, super white slab of halibut with um, a good brush of an Asian-style barbecue sauce on it with a little bit of microgreens sprinkled on top just to make it really pretty. Um it was very pretty, indeed. Yeah. Um, I slowly think, I don't know, shouldn't say, like, I'm falling apart here. I'm very caffeinated. We are at fluid, and I just slammed a cold brew. Um, I think halibut might be my favorite fish. Um, for the halibut? <laughs> is that a joke for saying for the hell of it? Yeah. Oh, it's not that funny. Um it's it's fishy for sure. It tastes like fish because it is fish, but it's not overly fishy. It has its own flavor, and all fishes have their own flavor. But sometimes it's hard to distinguish what type of fish is what type of fish. Yeah, you know I, I mean? didn't feel like it was overly fishy. I thought it was light and flaky. It's very light. It was pretty good. Um, um, it's so fresh tasting and just so good. Yeah, and I love halibut. I love halibut. And a lot of times, fish, when you get that out like this, it's a small portion. And yours was a, was pretty, a pretty nice... Good, it was a pretty good-sized portion. It's like if you go somewhere and you order a salmon filet, it's going to be about the same size as that. Um, the barbecue sauce on there was... It was sweet and tangy, and it had that Asian zip to it. Um, it was just very, 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 very good. It was mm. very good. Yeah. And then why don't you go in and talk about the sides that you had? Uh, my sides came with some snow pea pods... Um, salted oil, nothing too crazy, but they were perfect. They had a great snap to them. They were delicious. I loved them. I ate every single one of them very quickly. I think I ate all of those before I even touched the fish because how good they were. What did you call them? Snow pea pods. I like, thought you said that they were edamame when we were there. It's either a very similar thing, but one is a soybean type of pod and you eat the inside on edamame, but they're yeah. similar. Okay. Um, I was also just saying that 
to maybe convince you that you like edamame. Oh. Because I know that you don't. No. Um, I like these. They were good. And they were beautifully vibrant green on your Very plate. Very nice green. And, and then uh, next to that, I had a heaping pile of these uh, coconut Thai noodles which were also very, very, very good. Couldn't finish them because I was so incredibly full, but they had a nice coconut sweetness to them, and they had like a, a Thai zing to them still. They were awesome. Very, very good. Creamy, buttery, sweet, and zingy. Perf- they were perfect. Right. And my sides were uh, maple bacon Brussels sprouts, um, and you know we talk about how Brussels sprouts are prepared. These were perfectly prepared. And they were delicious. And they had that snap still, uh, not overcooked. Um, they were very, very good. Not overly maple, not no, overly it, bacon, the it, right they amount. They were both there. Yeah. And it was, there was a subtle sweetness to it, and they were so good. Some of the better Brussels I've had in like a year. Yeah, and then I had uh, whipped mashed potatoes, and we talked about this uh, recently, too. These whipped potatoes were done perfectly for me. Uh, They were whipped, uh, but they still had a little texture to them, So, and and you had that taste that they were real. You didn't have to question. Uh, Really, really good. And then it was garnished with two thick-cut battered onion rings that were done perfectly as well. A little crunch, a little texture to the whipped potatoes. It was a perfectly balanced bowl of goodness, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. And then we move on to the dessert. Okay. Uh, They had, I'm going to say, seven or eight maybe, and uh, I asked if they were all homemade, and they were. And when she came back to the table, I made a little joke. I said, I'd like a flight of all the desserts. And she looked at me and she goes, which one will you have? Didn't blink an eye, didn't laugh, didn't chuckle. Just which one will you have? So uh, creme brulee was on the list and I naturally got those. Of course. Yeah, for those of you who know, creme brulee is always going to be my choice. This did not disappoint me. Good size portion creamy, smooth inside, the hard, crunchy topping that you're used to that's brulee, uh, and it wasn't overly sweet. Perfect ending to a very good meal. Good. Uh, I'm not a big fruit pie person. I'm a cream pie person. <laughs> it's funny to say out loud. Um, I love like coconut cream pie or chocolate cream or um, like key lime, anything like that. I like fruit pies. But I very, very rarely order them. But they had a, uh, a ginger apple pear pie with pecan crumble topping, and it served with um, it served warm with uh, vanilla bean gelato and whipped cream. Talk about the presentation of this. I'm about to. Yeah, it so, just wasn't a, a scoop of ice cream thrown on it. Was it was wild. So it was on one big white plate, and there was a little, like, um, ceramic, like, ramekin type of thing that normally, would, like, a creme brulee would be in. But that's what the, the apple pear pie was in and then on either side of that was a beautiful dollop of whipped cream which each had a fresh mint leaf stuck in it and then there was a martini glass filled with the vanilla bean gelato excellent description it it's exactly how it looked and you portrayed it perfectly it was it was gorgeous and i was like oh shit look at this this is cool 
Uh, and it was great. Um, I took a couple of bites of the pie to make room for the whole scoop of gelato because I wanted to dump it in there and have it melt and get all creamy. And that's exactly what I did. And it was great. I used one of the dollops of whipped cream. And then when I was done with my pie, you took the mint leaf off. Of, I said mint leaf all stupid. You took the mint leaf off of the other dollop and a fork and just ate it. Well, you threw your napkin over it and... That whipped cream, I also had two dollops on the side of my creme brulee ramekin, and it was the perfect whipped cream. It It wasn't overly sweetened. It held its form, and they had that beautiful swirly design that they piped out of a pastry bag, I'm sure. But, yeah, I wasn't going to let a dollop of whipped cream go to waste on your plate, and, I, yeah, I absolutely took my spoon over there, grabbed it, and enjoyed it. You sure did. But yeah, man, um, it was beautiful. They brought it out, and I was like, "Oh, cool! Look!" Yeah. And it was, uh, it was awesome. I Appreciate that you made your own desserts. Um, very good. Yeah, not a lot of people do that. We do mention that house-made desserts are not super common on the show all the time, yeah, but it's and we've had very, very true. Two in the past couple episodes here that have done an excellent job with dessert. Yes. I move on to presentation. I noted that it was beautifully elegant. Classical white or black plates. Yes. Um, kind of imitated the lighting. They had the white uh, overhead lights and those black lights over the food. So it kind of uh, mirrored that. Um, yeah, everything was... I was surprised how clean it was and simple, but yet you felt like it was going to be special the whole time. Right, like when we walked in, I knew, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good meal. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder if um, sometimes they might have live music. Wouldn't that be nice to have like someone uh, play the keyboard or... Maybe something subtle and soft. Maybe. Yeah, it would have been really nice. Uh, I also noted that they had a four-seat bar on the south side. Sure. <laughs> so that was quite cute and quaint. Um, yeah, so my overall experience, uh, it was nice. I really enjoyed myself. Good. Good, good, good meal. So this is the part of the show where we take a little break. We uh, review our notes. And when we come back, we will give you our scores for the dish restaurant in Valparaiso. All right. Catch you on the flip side. We are back and we are ready to give our scores for the dish restaurant in Valparaiso, Indiana. Cool. Our first category, as always, is ambiance, setting, and mood. You want me to start? Yes. You five. Can start. I'm going five. You're going five. I'm going five. And it's, it's beautiful. It's simple. It's clean. The color palette that they use for the build-out is awesome. Um, the lighting is cool. It's just like these round orbs that are like not violently bright and in your face, and they have like a muted yellow tone to them it's just it's a very pretty warm nice clean solid environment and that's it's great i also enjoyed enjoyed it as well um i couldn't get over how clean it was um you know i didn't have to worry about if they cleaned the establishment um it was pleasing to the eye um both the lighting and 
uh, the fixtures and the place settings and that. Uh, the only thing I'm going to count them down for is it's super loud in there. Um, whenever, I thought it was very quiet in there. When everyone gets talking, and I, I remember this from going there years ago uh, with the old owners. Um, I don't something that there needs to be some type of uh, sound absorbing material somewhere. Um, it was very very noisy, uh, and that reason I'm giving them a four. Okay. We move on to value. I'm going to also give them a four on value. It's pretty pretty pricey. Um, the the quality of the food is of high value. Um, the lunch special is a really good deal. So if you want to try the dish and never have, I encourage you to try their box lunch special that I mentioned earlier. Um, that'd be a good introduction to the dish. Um, Drinks, I thought, were a little on the pricey side, but they were strong, so you do get your money's worth there. So for value, I give the dish a four. Uh, I don't really have anything to add to that. You kind of kind of nailed it. So, um, But I was also going to give them a four. And I I'm had, a little long-winded today. <laughs> that's okay. Um, but that's, uh, that's exactly where I was. Okay. And then we move on to service. Um... The support staff was awesome. The server, the the job the server did was fine. Like it was just fine. Like nothing wrong with like everything came out in a timely manner. She did check on us a lot. Um, her just her demeanor was not terribly open. Right. There was zero personality, and uh, that's not great per se. So I think for. With with the combination of the server herself and the support staff and everything, I'm going to go three and a half. <laughs> That's so funny because uh, I'm exactly at a three and a half also. Um, the support staff, most excellent. Yes, totally. Most excellent. We had, uh, the hostess was bringing us uh, water and stuff, and then there was the, the girl with the bread and all these other things. Um, people clearing our plates all the time. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah. What I'd like to see if uh, owners or management are listening to this podcast, give your support staff a shot at being a server because they were spot on with friendly, efficient, and that. For our main server, there was no personality whatsoever. Um, really didn't add anything to the dish brand for me. Um, I wouldn't. They necessarily didn't take anything away. Either. No, no, not um, at all. It just. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. So I was at a three and a half also. So it's kind of like the middle of the road sure. for for our scoring. So it's a little over actually. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm at a three and a half. Cool. What's the next one? Next is presentation. Oh, okay. Presentation for me was a five. Cool. Everything was beautiful. Simple. Simply plated, elegant food pre presentation, just wonderful. Would have liked a little garnish on the drinks if I have to be nitpicky. Sure. But the dollops of uh, doesn't whipped matter if you're nitpicky. You still gave them a perfect presentation. Score. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, the dollops of whipped cream were fanciful behavior, if you will. Um, yeah, I liked it. So presentation. Weird fucking wording. Presentation <laughs> is five. <laughs> hmm. 
Uh, my presentation score was also a five. I like just the, the classic white dishes. Um, the presentation was minimal, but their branding is minimal. I think their whole brand in general, like minimalism is something they focus on, but every plate was filled with vibrant color. Um, garnish wasn't even necessary because of how colorful the actual food was itself. Um, it was, it was great. Presentation yeah. was wonderful. Agree with you. And then we go on to the biggie, and this score is always out of 10 points. It's quality and taste. Okay, what'd you give them? For quality and taste, I went pretty high here. I gave them a nine. Um, I don't have anything that tasted bad. Um, the only thing was the drink. I thought the consistency was heavy, a uh, little too syrupy. But the flavors were spot on but of a ginger the score snap. Of quality and taste, not quality yeah. and consistency. Yeah. Well, it still <laughs> it felt funny on my tongue. Sure. Yeah. So it's a nine for me. Me too. Honest to God. I wow. Do we give them the exact same score across the I board? I don't think so. Well, what's your final score? My final score is twenty five and a half, and I'm awarding a one point creme brulee bonus giving them 26 and a half points. When I divide by six, get a total score of 4.4 for the dish in Valparaiso, Indiana. I also ended up with a 26 and a half. So naturally. Naturally. <laughs> so um, that's what my final score is too. Very good. So, so that's, a, that's a damn good score. Yeah. So go out and try the dish in Valparaiso, Indiana. I don't think you'll be... Uh, Upset. Don't be uh, turned off that it's in a strip mall because it's uh it's weird that it's there. Yeah, and if you're uh, uh, cost conscious, uh, use it for a special occasion. Yeah. Or try them for lunch. Uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed in the quality of the food one bit. Agreed. So we thank you for listening to us here at Tasty Two One Nine. Make sure that you go to our merch store, pick your out, pick yourself something out, fun to wear, fun to promote our brand, and send us a picture of you wearing your new item, and we'll put it on our socials. We appreciate all of you listening and all of your ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. So. Well, I guess that's it, huh? Yeah. Here we are finishing up the first month of 2023 already. Yeah, By the right. time this comes out, yeah, hard to believe. Might, yeah, it will, it'll still be this month. Yeah. Crazy, though. Yeah, so enjoy doing this with you as always, Larry. And Likewise. We'll catch you next time on Tasty 219. All right, see ya.